Hello and welcome to the Last in the Safe podcast. So we are still on the journey of the Big Bang Theory of Christianity. So last week we learned about the Church of Ephesus. We learned that this was a great church which went out conquering and to conquer. They had the message of Christ within their hands, but they lost their first love. So this has been the reason for division. Is this why there are so many denominations in the Christian church? As the zealous followers of Christ went on preaching, they came in contact with paganism, and as the righteousness of Abel ignited evil passions in Cain, leading to him being murdered, so did the righteousness of these humble followers of Christ ignite heads in the pagans and led to them being persecuted. Hence, we have the Church of Samna, the Church of Pagan Persecutions. So paganism foresaw that if the gospel triumphed, her temples and altars would be swept away. Therefore, she summoned her forces to destroy Christianity, and the fires of persecution were kindled. These persecutions began under Nero, about the time of the martyrdom of Paul, and it continued with greater or lesser fury. But the worst of the persecutions happened between AD 100 to AD 300. So the Christians were condemned as rebels against the empire, as foes of religion and pest to society. Great numbers were thrown to wild beasts or bent alive in the amphitheaters. Some were crucified, others were covered with the skins of wild animals and thrashed into the arena to be torn by dogs. Their punishment was often made the chief entertainment at public theaters. Vast multitude assembled to enjoy the sight and greeted their dying agonies with laughter and applause. And if they tried to run away or sought refuge, the followers of Christ were hunted like beasts of prey being forced to seek concealment in desolate and solitary places. But we have a loving God who never allows anything to happen to his people before he warns us or tells us through his prophets. So in Revelations chapter 2 verse 8, we have a wonderful prophecy. The Lord himself giving John a message to this church, telling them that he knows what will happen to them, that the devil shall cast them into prison, that they may be tried, and they will have tribulations but he tells them that they should be faithful unto death, for he will give them a crown of life. And I think this is the message that Christ has for all Christians living in all ages, be faithful unto death. Now, we might not all be facing the persecutions that the Church of Samna faced, but we all have problems. We all have trials and tribulations that we each face on a daily basis. And Christ is saying to all of us, be faithful unto death. Be faithful even if you are the only one doing it. Be faithful even if Christianity is not so popular. Be faithful unto me. Be faithful unto the commandments of God. So be faithful in your education. Be faithful in your work. Be faithful in anything and everything that you do. Even if it means you losing your family. Even if it means you losing your friends. Even if it means you losing your job or your education. Be faithful unto death. For Christ promises that he will give us a crown of life. For what would it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? Now the question may be asked, why isn't the church in our day facing persecution? And the only reason is that the church of today has confirmed the world standard and therefore we are working all opposition. The religion which is current in our day is not of a pure and a holy character that marks the Christian faith in the days of Christ and his apostles. It is only because of the spirit of compromise with sin, because the great truths of the word of God are so indifferently regarded. Because there is so little vital godliness in the church that Christianity is apparently so popular with the world. But let there be a revival of the faith and the power of the early church, and the spirit of persecution will be rekindled, and the fires of persecution will be rekindled.